nature or nurture. That's what I'm going to talk about this morning. There is the big debate that will never end in many ways. Is it natural talent or is it trained ability? My personal view on this, it's always trained ability. It's trained skill over time. Even the things that appear magical that others do, very often if you look beneath the surface, you'll find nothing but years of graft, years of deliberate practice, of showing up when no one else cared, of 10 years of repetition and doing the hard yards that barely anyone else could manage to do. And then one day you see the virtuoso performance or the bend it like Beckham. And we think, wow, that was a God-given talent. And I think that's really unfair to those individuals that have put 10 years, 15 years, 20 years of devotion and consistency into their craft for us to belittle that and say it was God-given as if they just turned up and bent it like Beckham or played the virtuoso performance or showed up in their career as this incredible CEO or whatever it looks like for them. I think that is to belittle the years of effort because the truth is look behind the scenes. and I've done this across the greatest performers that you can imagine and it's always the same story. It's always years of consistency and hard work. Any skill any talent that you wish to achieve can be reached through consistency and hard work over time. And I gave a great example to my coaches who I'm training at the moment, by the way. Big shout out to all our coaches that are listening to this. You are incredible. I gave this example. 10 years ago, I first spoke in public and it was so bad that the coach at the time turned around to Ruri who had arranged this coaching session because it was the first time we were due to deliver a live speech. And the coach turned around to Ruri in front of me and said about me, don't let him speak. What I delivered was so poor. I was bright red. I fumbled. I stumbled. I, I just didn't like any of it at all. I didn't deliver the message that the so-called coach reflected upon that and said to Rui, look, if you've got a message to convey and you want to move the needle in the world a bit, don't let that guy out, i.e. me, don't let him out front, don't let him speak. That was two days before I was due to give this first ever speech in public, which was to shell oil and gas. So it was within my industry at the time. And I remember, and the reason I told this story is that just in the week I was at the Houses of Parliament, which was an incredible experience with Dan Carden reflecting upon how my life has changed over the last 10 years since going on this adventure. And as I walked back past the Strand at the back of the Savoy, there's a tiny park. And I remembered so viscerally and emotionally being in that park all those years ago before delivering that speech, absolutely petrified, ashen white, panicking, so fearful, literally in a complete jocker, as my wife would say, before delivering the speech. And then I went to deliver that speech and it was terrible, it was awful, and he was right. And maybe I shouldn't have been out front to convey that message, but I didn't give up. I walked away from that and thought, right, there's an opportunity for, for me now to give up and walk away and say, that's it, I'm no good, what's the point? Even the expert is telling me I'm no good. Or there's an opportunity to practice, to rehearse, to train, to be consistent. And if you followed my journey over the last seven years, Pretty much every single day I've been out speaking effectively in public through Facebook Lives, through podcasts. And then in training that skill, I'm now someone that's relatively proficient at speaking in public. Now, was that natural? Was that innate? Of course not, because 
I spoke about the first example, but what has happened is I've trained that skill over time. If you look at Anthony Robbins, the so-called greatest speaker of our time in many ways, he talks about this. Did he have this innate talent? No, he trained that skill over time. He looked around at his contemporaries who were talking on stage maybe once a month, 12 times a year, and he thought, what if I could talk on stage every single day? That would be 365 times a year. I'd have 10, 20 years worth of experience in relative speaking time versus many of my contemporaries. Imagine what I'd be able to speak like after a year of showing up every single day on stages. So he booked himself for free on anything, anywhere, old people's homes, anyone that would have him. He said on some days he spoke twice a day and you can imagine by the end of that year he was so proficient that he started to attract his own audience which then snowballed into those accolades that he receives as being one of the greatest speakers of our generation. Was that natural and innate? No. He showed up consistently and did the things he needed to do to learn the skill. It's the same with myself. That is the secret source to everything in life. Whatever it is you want to achieve, don't be confused by this God-given natural talent because that is just an excuse for us to not do the work. The truth is this. If you do the work and if you're consistent, you can achieve anything. You can be the virtuoso. It takes 10,000 hours to become the virtuoso. What could you be the best at? What skill could you start today that in five years or 10 years, even though right now you might not have what looks like natural ability for what other things you could do? Could you become a great coach? Could you write that book? Could you start that podcast? Could you transform your career, your waistline? What is it that you could do and start today and get consistent with? Because for me, it's always about the nurture rather than nature. All right. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and I'll see you tomorrow. Or maybe not.